0: Thanks for listening to the Home Fix Show podcast brought to you by Heating Equipment Company. All makes and models of residential and commercial furnaces and air conditioners can be serviced or installed by Heating Equipment Company, a Lenox Premier Dealer, 208-459-2212. This is a podcast of the Home Fix Show
1: with Joe Prince. Hey, good morning and welcome to Live Talk Radio here on News Talk KBOI. Thanks for waking up with us. This is the Home Fix Show, and for only the next hour, we're going to do our best to help you out with questions about fixing things in and at your house, home repairs, building homes, improvements, contractors, products, pricing, all of that stuff. So what are you taking on next? If you need a second opinion or a recommendation, I am here and will do my best to help you out. I'm Joe Pryn, and this is Home Fix, the number to reach us, 208 336 37 And I say us because in studio with me this morning, as promised, Scott Ferguson is here from Master Plumbing. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, it is Ask a Plumber show where you have direct access to one of the Valley's finest plumbers here in the studio that can answer your questions about anything going on weird in your house you know plumbing is one of those systems you kind of take for granted you don't appreciate Indeed. it till you don't have it right right and then it's an emergency and i need you now right. scott yep that's how it works <laughs> yeah because uh we, we may notice something not working right and then we just kind of hope it heals itself or goes away
2: <laughs> or... right i know those are the hardest ones too the ones that you really don't understand
1: or you you blame it on something else it's like well i planted my tomatoes you know and then all of a sudden i notice that my well, shower was- head is not spraying as good right yeah. Why is that connected? Gosh darn those tomatoes. <laughs> and uh, so so weird things happen. Um, so we've got a, sh- a short amount of time together today. We only have an hour because uh, the the Broncos are, are playing today. It's a home game and the pregame show starts uh, exactly an hour from, from now. So we're going to try to speed around a few topics uh, in between our phone calls. You are welcome to call, though, 208-336-3700 and talk with Scott about anything plumbing going on in your home that you have questions about. Uh, You mentioned ultra low flow toilets. People are replacing toilets with low flow toilets and maybe they shouldn't.
2: Right. Yeah. This is kind of a new thing that's been coming up recently. You know, toilets, you have slowly progressed to becoming more um, efficient in water usage, Yeah. right? The original toilets back in the day in the early turn of the century is like five gallons of flush, right? The big wall-hung tank ones, right? And
1: I specifically remember when the 1.6 toilets came in because I was selling them at uh, at a store that I worked at at that time, way back whenever that was, and you would have thought it was the end of the world. Right. I mean, everybody thought, you know, this, <laughs> this was the end. It was, you know, everybody's taking over our lives, and I... You can have my old you know, high-gallon toilet when you pull my butt off the cold
2: seat or whatever. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So it goes from five gallons yeah. to three and a half gallons yep. to 1.6 to 1.28, and now they're even making toilets that are 1.0 gallons per flush.
1: And you're saying that may not be a good thing for certain
2: homes. Right, yeah, be careful. You want to know your, your system. Um, because these toilets are engineered and they, and they flush great, which means that they take the water out of the bowl. And into your plumbing system. Right. And they'll do that efficiently. And that's what, that's all they can test it for, but it's the carry and the system of the piping it goes into, which can be problematic.
1: Yeah. If you think about that, maybe your bathroom, it could be 30 feet from where your system just drains underneath your house. And then it may be another 20 feet out to the city sewer or to your septic tank and drain field or something. Right. That's a long way for that to go, and it needs a a, a gallonage of water mm-hmm. to kind of push that down there, right?
2: Yeah, the solids will get stranded as the water dissipates as it flows down the pipe, and it even gets worse if stranded you have
1: solids. Listeners. What a
2: uh, <laughs> no. what a visual on a beautiful Saturday yes, morning! <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Thanks yeah. for uh, ruining breakfast for the uh, majority of our listeners. Sorry, sorry, sorry our
2: listeners. Sorry. All right, so yeah, so but let's say let's say you have a 1950s house, right? Yeah, yeah. you have a 1950s house. It was probably plumbed with cast iron drain pipes, right? And so it's not smooth um, like a new plastic sewer pipe would be today, right? And so um, that extra friction will cause you know stuff to stop quicker, and you don't get as much carry.
1: Yeah, it's like pushing it over a gravel road or over a piece of glass. Right.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And so that's just something to, to know about, and you may not want to consider upgrading your toilets to the lower flow if you have that type of system
1: so is yeah all right so know what you have consult with your plumber if they tell you I wouldn't suggest you do that that that's why right or uh, or you may be doing a lot of drain cleaning in, in the future
2: exactly yep a lot of stoppages will could occur like that and sometimes you know people just change toilets I mean toilets aren't rocket science they're pretty easy to do a lot of people even if you're not a plumber changes their own toilets all the time right and so they don't understand. The, uh, the carry issue and so you need to really know what you're doing before you just go to Home Depot and buy yourself a new 1.0 toilet
1: speaking of those uh, it came up on the show a couple of weeks ago somebody was asking about the caulking that goes down around the bottom mm-hmm. uh, of the toilet to the floor yep and uh, maybe I misspoke here but is is that a plumbing code item now that's required to do that by plumbers you have to do that
2: yes yep any, okay. any plumbing fixture whether it, it could be a, a basin or a lavatory sink or anything where the fixture touches the wall of the floor, it requires it to be caulked.
1: Even like a pedestal
2: sink? Yes. The, the pedestal itself? Or the back of the pedestal? What's
1: the rationale of that? I, I, I understand maybe the the hygiene of of stuff getting underneath there, but it seems to go against the logic of if you had a wax ring failure, right? you may not know about it for a long time because that little O-ring of caulking gasket there is just going to allow everything to seep into the floor rather than coming out on the floor where you might be able to get a little advance warning.
2: Yeah. The plumbing code doesn't specify why they just say this is what you have to do. But in my experience this is what I've seen. One is, um, urine and stuff gets underneath the toilet yeah. and it's hard to clean. Yeah. So you get a really foul odor. Right. Even after you clean the bathroom, Like, why can't I get that? Well, it's because you just can't quite get that stuff. They got under the toilet where you can't. Get and
1: some there. of the edges of that porcelain isn't glazed all the way down and right. around. And so it becomes porous and can get stained. Exactly. Yeah. So
2: usually, you know, what I cock a toilet, and when a lot of my guys cock a toilet, I'll caulk it ninety-eight percent of the way around. So I'll leave a small little gap, maybe about the maybe about an inch behind the very back end of the toilet between the toilet ah. and the wall. And so, if the wax failure does uh, leak, it'll, you'll see a puddle. It'll there. come out the back, and then you don't see it in the front.
1: All right, uh, jump into one other thing that's kind of kind of related: um, toilets and sinks have angle stops on their systems where the, the the supply lines coming out of the floor or the wall there's a valve there that you can shut them off right and i've never figured out why we don't have something like that on tubs and showers also you know because <laughs> you know then you have to shut off the whole house to work on them and that
2: some of them do some of the newer ones
1: okay okay that's true you can pull the trim plate and yep. turn those screws the on the valves yeah. okay but uh back to the angle stops uh, one of our listeners said that they had to fight theirs to get the water to shut off, and they ended up breaking the handle off and stripping it. Yeah. And they go down to pick these things out. You see some of these things for 3 You see some of them that are 8 Some are plastic. Some are metal. Some are quarter of a turn to turn them on and off. Yes. Some of them you got to spin them three or four times.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: What, what's the best, regardless of the pricing in that, what's the best, and what would you absolutely stay away from?
2: So my personal opinion is the best are the new quarter-turn ball valve style ankle stops. And and they're great because they have a little Teflon ball and a seat in there. You just turn it a quarter turn, and it's on and off.
1: So it's not an actual like washer and a stem like some of the other ones have. Right,
2: you don't. There's no compression washer that pushes against the seat. So no
1: more whistling toilets when the water's going through the valves. Those whistling
2: vibrating <laughs> toilets are pretty fancy. But they are. But yes, that eliminates that need. Okay. But the one disadvantage that I found with the ball valves is if you don't operate them on a regular basis, they tend to get really stiff. Mm. But once you break them loose, then they're pretty good. So you know, simple thing is you know once a year, just go around, just turn your angle stops on and off in the quarter turn, and that usually keeps it and your angle stops will be working. yeah right
1: great. people will do that like they check their smoke alarms once a year right that's true <laughs> some right. people do some Don't forget a,
2: i come from a plumber family yeah so it's a little different
1: hey we're gonna take our first break we will return to more of the home fix show this morning what are you working on uh we were gone last week with a pre-recorded program was there anything you heard in there that you need more clarification on or has something new popped up in your home maybe you just got a new home this week and uh You walked in there and found, oh, look what I found. Maybe I can help you out with some things. 208-336-3700. 208-336-3700. I'm Joe Prynne. This is Home Fix. The Home
3: Fix Show with Joe Prynne. will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Energy consumption experts all agree that the windows and patio doors of your home play a bigger role in keeping your home cool in the summer than they get credit for. The glass needs to work hard to keep your home quiet, safe, and efficient. Windows and patio doors from 20, 25, 30 years ago are beginning to fail, and with that comes higher utility bills. Viewpoint Windows & Doors can help you determine if new windows would be a worthwhile project for your home. Millgard windows have many new styles and features that will enhance your home and all come with Millgard's amazing warranty coverage, even for accidental glass breakage. And they have new colors which are now available. At Viewpoint Windows & Doors, they will coordinate qualified installers to make the removal and replacement of your old windows go as smooth and as quick as possible. Call or visit Viewpoint Windows and Doors and see more about Milgard Windows and Patio Doors. Viewpointwindows.com or call 208-854-1877, 208-854-1877. Sometimes you
1: just need more tractor, a lot more, and when that happens, think John Deere. For example, the 3038E Compact Utility Tractor. This beast has standard four-wheel drive with big tires for any terrain. And it's easy to drive and maneuver with its hydro transmission with twin-touch pedals. Want a bucket on the front of it? You got it. Want to hook some implements to the back? Of course, there's a Category one three 3-point hitch ready to go to work for you. And did we mention this is a John Deere tractor? That's right, the good stuff. But we don't want you to come look at these. We don't even want you to look at campbelltractor.com. We want you to come by and jump up into the comfy, shock-absorbing, famous yellow seat and take this one for a spin. And yes, if the tractor fits, you can wear it home if you like. Campbell Tractor, 2014 North Franklin Boulevard in Nampa, with stores also in Homedale, Fruitland, Glens Ferry, Wendell, and Ontario.
5: If you are looking to buy, sell, or tap into your equity, take a few minutes to visit with Terry Hefner and his team of professionals at Guild Mortgage. The local market has changed dramatically in recent years, and working with a pro that understands these conditions is critical. Terry and his team have been helping Idaho homeowners for nearly 30 years. Before you make any financial moves that involve your home, call Terry Hefner. Terry is a native Idahoan and is a second-generation real estate professional. When you work with Guild, you support a local business that helps our local economy. The Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage wants to create a positive loan experience and help you make the most informed decisions you can, especially for first-time homebuyers. There is a lot of confusing information out there, so let Terry Hefner help you. Call 208-599-8500 or visit terryhefner.com. Terry Hefner, NMLS 95796, Company NMLS number 3274. Yield Mortgage is an equal housing lender
3: make sure that your home's heating and cooling system is in shape for whatever the season will bring with the expert and community-trusted service you can only rely on from Heating Equipment Company. Heating Equipment Company will top it off. They use reliable and award-winning Lennox equipment, so your air is guaranteed to be perfect season after season. For a limited time, you can get up to $1,200 in rebates and monthly payments as low as $132 on a brand-new Lennox system quoted during this rebate period. These unmatched savings make it easier than ever to guarantee your system is ready for whatever the season's weather brings. Award-winning Lennox products and the community-trusted service you expect, it doesn't get much better than that. Call Heating Equipment Company at 208-459-2212 today or visit them online at HeatingEquipmentCompany.com to learn more or schedule that appointment today. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. Heating Equipment Company, 208-459-2212.
4: For your Google Play, simply say, Hey Google, play 670 KBOI.
3: Now back to Joe Pryn. This is the Home Fix Show on News Talk
1: KBOI. All the pregame shows start in less than an hour here on KBOI, so be sure to listen to the Broncos as they get into their first home game. It all starts in, uh, in just about 40 minutes right here on News Talk KBOI, so stay right where you are. My guest in studio this morning here on The Home Fix Show is Scott Ferguson from Master Plumbing. Uh, Scott, tell me about uh, septic tanks and treatments. Uh, that one came up here also while yes. I, was, I was away last week, and uh, we've got a listener that wants to know about that. They've moved into a new home here. They come from a place in the country where they, they didn't have septic tanks. They never grew up in a household with a septic tank, and were a little confused because they said, so where does my tank connect to the city sewer? And I said it doesn't. You've got a big hole in your backyard, and it all just soaks in out there somewhere. Yes, yeah, so let's back. Oh, up. Let's, really? Right.
2: <laughs> so let's back up a step, right? Let's just explain to your listeners a couple terminologies, right? So the first word is sewer that everybody knows about. Yeah. That usually goes to a treatment plant that's uh, maintained by the city or some other type of, um, you know, entity. It may be
1: 15 miles away from your home somewhere.
2: Right. Exactly. And then you have the septic system, which is a privately owned sewer, uh, system, which is on your property. Right. Right. So the way that works is your septic goes out into a tank. Uh, typically, you know, it's anywhere from a thousand to 1500 gallon tank, probably
1: engineered originally based on the known requirements, the amount of bathrooms in your home How or the amount of bedrooms. Be living there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bedrooms drive that too, right? It does. Yeah. If bed. you add two more bedrooms to your house in a remodel, you may have to up the size of your septic
2: tank. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And so the septic tank, what it does, is it separates the solids from the liquids, um, and it makes it uh, very water type-based type of thing. The solids kind of stay in the tank and decompose, and then uh, and there's little
1: microbes and bacterias
2: yeah, and creatures in up. there
1: that are eating everything up, and kind of a very natural way of handling things.
2: Yeah, and then it leaves the tank and goes to uh, what they call a drain field, right, or a leach field. Right and this it's a percolated pipe with holes in it and it just goes out and what they call the legs and it runs out into your sewer and then just soaks into the to the ground in the front yard
1: i've tried to describe them to people i say picture a shoebox and up there where the lid sits on top of the box at about that level you know stick a pencil in the side there and then stick a pencil in the other long end down there yep. and one is the water coming in and as that tank fills up then the water comes out the other side yeah, but a lot kind of a, like lot a drum of it, trap yeah, yeah there you go
2: traps the water. So so those need to be maintained, right? And so if you don't maintain them properly, then it can cause problems on the drain field side or even on the inlet side, right? Because being
1: hooked up to a a city sewer has caused a lot of people to be somewhat sloppy in what they allow to go down their drains. Right. Because they think, oh, it just goes away. I can put anything down my drain I want. I can dump a (laughs) half gallon of paint down there. I can, you know, run all this grease, bacon grease and fat down there and uh, not true with the septic system.
2: Yes. And you shouldn't do that in the sewer system, by the way, Too right, but, right. <laughs> but people do. But yeah, with your sewer uh, septic system, you're going to be ultimately responsible to take care of that. So the number one thing um, you can do is have your septic tank pumped and inspected, you know, on a regular basis. And that'll yeah. look different for different people. Right. You know, if you have, if there's two of you living by your, with a, as a couple living in a house, you might be able to get away with every three or four years. Yeah. Um, if you have a family and you have like six kids, you should probably be doing that every year.
1: And, and pumping makes up for what, or does it, does it give some kind of pre-notification? Cause it seems if, if the system was working fine, why would you need to pump it out? I mean, cause obviously these tanks that hold, you know, 1500 gallons, that's, that's really not that much. I mean, you, right. you'll go from an empty tank to a full tank
2: in just, just a few days. Yeah. So the reason you need to pump it out is you need to get out the sludges and the solids that aren't getting enough time to get eaten da- eaten up and broken down by the bacteria.
1: Oh, okay. It's just not staying in the tank long enough to convert. Right, because uh, you, have convert.
2: So, right, cause you have so many people, you fill it up a lot quicker, and so it just can't convert to liquid quick enough. As okay. opposed to there's only two of you, there's less in there and it can do it. So give us the uh, the basic do's and
1: don'ts of a septic system for anybody listening that this may be new to their life.
2: Right. So I guess the do's would be um, you know anything just organic can go down into your sewer pipe, right? I mean... You, you don't want to use a garbage disposal very much. Um, that Those cause more problems than not because they introduce more solids into the line that can't be eaten and digested by that bacteria.
1: Well. Yeah, you should have one of those uh, strainer filters on your drain line mm-hmm. that picks up most everything and then you can dump it in your garbage little can. countertop compost bucket or into the into the solid disposals of your garbage or whatever. But don't yeah. Grind. So, so in a way, if you eliminated the garbage disposal or the food waste disposer Perfect. from your sink, uh, that may make your septic system last longer because it'll force you to change your behavior a little bit.
2: Right. Yeah, it does. It gets those things that are non-digestible by the bacteria and the microbes out of the system.
1: And aren't there some areas around Idaho and especially here in the city of Boise that uh, they don't want garbage disposals anymore in houses that they've, they've eliminated that? Is that true?
2: Uh, I've, I've heard that rumor. I haven't learned a commercial
1: it. on res- restaurant stuff. I know they've done that.
2: Yeah. Interesting. I, I don't, I don't know much about that. I okay. Haven't heard that. I'll have to look into that yeah, some more. Me too. That'd be a good one to know.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. And then, uh, what, all right. So obviously no proteins down there. If you can avoid that, no meats and no fats. Right. Uh, down into the, the, the septic tank.
2: Yep. Definitely. Def, uh, no baby wipes or, or personal wipes. Those are, those are bad too. Okay. You just sit on the tank. Uh, in the bottom of the tank. Just because
1: it says it's flushable, that doesn't mean <laughs> it goes into your septic tank, or right. you're going to be pumping
2: all those things out later. Exactly. Okay. There should go in the garbage can too. Um, oh, we also talked about earlier too. Um, use a thing called like enzymes or another type of product you can yeah. add yeah. to give more bacteria into your tank to make it work faster and better. That's yeah. Your guys told me that. about
1: that. They left us with a box. I think it had twelve treatments in it, or thirteen, or something. And yeah. Just and powder. once a month at, uh, in the evening, as we go to bed, we're supposed to dump that down the drain and just a little bit of water just to get it kind of in the line. And it's mm-hmm. supposed to digest and break up any, any sludge or anything that's in the line. And eventually, I guess it makes it into the tank and uh, supercharges the bugs in there or something.
2: Yep, it's exactly the idea is to get it eaten, to get that to waste to become as much liquid and water as possible.
1: Because drain, drain fields, the other side of the tank, they can fail also.
2: Yes. They can, get, they can get oversaturated where the ground just gets so much, if it's overuse, right, or designed, they get oversaturated. Also, the outlet holes um, on the drain field that are perforated, yeah. they can become clogged um, with like black sludge, which if they're not, if the sludge gets to be too much, um, and then we have to clean that out with different treatments. You know, we can jet them out sometimes. We can use um, caustic treatments. We can use more bacteria, right? There's a lot of different ways. To I got to a...
1: see the camera go out to my drain field and take a peek. And that was just thrilling. That was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: And, and then worst case, if you're really not careful, sometimes you have to get a whole new drain field. We have to relocate it, dig it up and rebed it and put all new stuff. And that's, and that, that is favorite. major
1: invasive. Yeah. Uh, your drain field is on your property. It doesn't go somewhere else. Correct. Uh, it is there. And if you don't know where this stuff is at, or you weren't provided the documentations, Most likely, if your house was built any time in recent history, um, and I'd say even back to the the 70s or something, uh, the the Central District Health uh, Department probably has that on file, don't
2: they? They do, yeah. And there's a great website you can go to um, to get all that information from your house. It's free. It's accessible. Um, Our excavation division uses that all the time before they put in new drain fields and septic stuff and, and they're fantastic and can get that. For Cause
1: you. some people don't even know where their tank is. Yes, right. And uh, because they, they've been there for a few years and they're thinking, yeah, I need to get it pumped out, but I have no idea where it is. And right. um, that may help you find it a little bit. Cause yeah. most of the pumping services like you guys, if, if, if I locate my, my tank, my lid and I dig that up and have that available to you, it saves me a few
2: bucks. Yeah. And that's another thing that I like to tell homeowners who are on septic is put a riser, um, on that septic tank lid that comes to the surface and you know they make nice green ones that blend into your grass you can mm-hmm. put stuff on top of them, but you want to know where that is that's going to save you time money and headache when there's problems with your system
1: exactly all right we're going to take another break here it's bottom of the hour the home fix show will be with you and thanks for being with us for another 30 minutes or so or no just yeah 30 minutes so uh, if you have questions for me this morning about Something that's popped up in your home or something that you've started thinking about for the winter. The seasons are changing. You notice that in the temperatures. And so do our homes and the way things behave. Are you thinking about firing up the, uh, the pellet stove on some of these cold mornings? Uh, things change. And with that, maybe you have a question that I can help you with. 208-336-3700. I'm Joe Prin. This is Home Fix. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be
3: right back on News Talk KBOI.
5: Making the decision to sell your home or buy a new one is very big, and when you choose your realtor, you want to know you're with a team that will be committed and with you for the complete process. Matt Bauscher has been voted the number one real estate agent in the Boise area and is the founding partner at Amherst Madison. For you, that means an incredible team of professionals that will help you reach your goal, respect your time, your family, and your desires. Look at current listings or read what Matt's clients have to say at BowsherRealEstate.com. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Bowsher provides equal professional service without regard to race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, favorite basketball team or sexual orientation of any prospective client, customer or the residents of any community. Reach Matt at estatecom
1: You've invested in quality John Deere equipment for your home, your business, your farm, and even your construction company. You count on their great factory parts, service and support so that you can get back to work. Again, This is why you bought a John Deere. Sure, it's great equipment and definitely built for the long haul, but from time to time, it needs to be worked on. That time is now. With over 80 years of experience supporting John Deere customers with quality parts and service, Campbell Tractor will make sure that you get the job done. Their technicians know John Deere inside and out. So you made the effort to purchase the very best. Now let's get it serviced by the end of the year. Call and schedule your service appointment with your local John Deere dealer or visit campbelltractor.com today. Campbell Tractor, 2014 North Franklin Boulevard in Nampa with stores also in Homedale, Fruitland, Glensbury, Wendell, and Ontario.
4: Solar Concepts of Idaho recommends another smart product, solar-powered attic fans. In warmer months, the temperature in your attic can reach over 165 degrees. Trapped heat builds up and forces your air conditioner to work harder and harder. tube solar-powered attic fans pull out the heat, making it easier and less expensive to cool your home, shop, or office. In colder months, trapped moisture can lead to the growth of mold and fungus when the warm air in your home meets the cold air in your attic. SolarTube solar-powered attic fans work quietly to solve this problem. And that's good for your pocketbook, good for your house, and good for you. Schedule your free consultation today. Solar Concepts of Idaho is Idaho's only premier solar tube product dealer. Visit us at 2053 East Fairview and Meridian or check out all of our great energy saving solutions at solar concepts.com. That's solar concepts.com. If you are looking to
5: buy, sell, or tap into your equity, take a few minutes to visit with Terry Hefner and his team of professionals at Guild Mortgage. The local market has changed dramatically in recent years and working with a pro that understands these conditions is critical. Terry and his team have been helping Idaho homeowners for nearly 30 years. Before you make any financial moves that involve your home, call Terry Hefner. Terry is a native Idahoan and is a second generation real estate professional. When you work with Guild, you support a local business that helps our local economy. The Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage wants to create a positive loan experience and help you make the most informed decisions you can, especially for first-time homebuyers. There is a lot of confusing information out there, so let Terry Hefner help you. Call 208-599-8500 or visit terryhefner.com. Terry Hefner, NMLS 95796, company NMLS number 3274. Yield Mortgage is an equal housing lender.
3: This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI.
1: So look at your radio, and right there where you see Scott sitting today, next week, uh, my guest will be Dr. Soot. He is a uh, a chimney sweep cleaner person, certifier. So uh, as we talked about, if you're getting ready to fire up that wood-burning fireplace or your wood stove or your pellet stove, anything that uh, consumes a wood product as a way of uh, creating heat for you, you know that there's maintenance on your chimneys and the piping and cleaning them and everything, and Dr. Soot will be here with us uh, to talk about that. I have added their phone number onto my trusted resource list after he came and Cleaned all mine out and got us ready to go for this year. So,
2: wonder if he's um, friends with Dick Van Dyke or Mary Poppins? <laughs> Doesn't he? A sook, right. That, that's right. He was a chimney sweep. <laughs> yeah. That's right.
1: Um, he also certifies chimneys. If uh, you know you've, you've you've moved into a house and you're not sure if uh, what's there is acceptable or usable, and uh, it, it's hard for home inspectors to say that that's good. He's got all the the cameras and the t- testing methods to see, you know, what kind of shape your your chimneys in. So
2: Yeah, you don't want those soot catching on fire, yeah, right? Yeah, right.
1: So we will welcome Dr. Soot to the show. Not a sponsor on the program, but I thought it was good information that we needed to get out there. Uh, in studio with me, Scott is here from Master Plumbing. Uh, if you want to reach Scott at uh, the Master Plumbing office, again, my resource list at com has all of the sponsors and uh, people that uh, I feel are are, are worthy of, uh, recommending to you when you need projects. But, uh, the phone number at Master Plumbing is 208-888-9191. And, uh, let them know that you listen to the show and, uh, and, uh, you can ask for Scott or any of the other fine folks that, uh, you've heard here on the show over the years. They can take care of you. Uh, we talked about water going out of our house. Yes. <laughs> in did. just about every unappealing way that we can imagine. Let's talk about water coming in. Yes. Um, again i've heard from people recently that they're they're experiencing concerns they feel that they are pressure problems uh they said you know my my shower head just doesn't spray like it used to the toilet when it's refilling doesn't sound the way it did it seems like the washing cycle is taking longer is there something wrong with my home's plumbing system and these calls go kind of half and half between people that are on wells or on city supply but what what can cause a drop in pressure in our homes?
2: Lots of different things. And to your point, how you open the discussion, I think it's very important that people do pay attention to how, pe- how things sound, um, because that is a big um, telltale sign if there is something going on with your plumbing.
1: Yeah, right? you notice something is mm-hmm. different. Uh, it, it doesn't mean it's bad, but it's different it, it sounds different
2: so depending on the plumbing system you have if you have an older plumbing system like a galvanized plumbing pipes um they can rust and flake off and those little de- and debris can get stuck in your line right um if you have an
1: older when did when did galvanized stop being the supply line of favor
2: yeah that's a good probably i would say in the 60s is when it really more stopped when copper started to become popular popper came copper copper came out in the fifties and then you kind of had that transitional time from the old plumbers are, Oh, I'm never going to use copper to, um, transition. So that 10 year period in like the fifties and sixties is usually when copper took over. And okay. then after that, you know, then of course the plastics and stuff came in like, and, and got a big
1: black and, eye with the uh, polybutylene, right. but now the PEX has solved a lot of that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. So pretty much galvanized has gone away uh, for new installations.
1: So, so a pressure drop can be because uh, debris has made its way through to some small little outlet point and it's plugging it.
2: Yep. And it, and it might not be galvanized pipes, too. I mean, sometimes uh, your wells will do that, too. Your wells will suck up stuff from in the ground, spit it out. That's why it's important to have, you know, pre-filters on all of your well water before it comes to your home, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes they are poorly maintained or they don't have one or the strainer breaks and big stuff gets
1: through and. I thought about that with my, um, uh, I have some sprinklers, uh, lawn irrigation, well, mainly garden irrigation, a couple lawn areas that are on, on my well. Uh, we flood irrigate where we can, but there there is some well water. But uh, some of the soaker hoses and things have gotten plugged up and some of the little things. And I'm thinking, you know, I do, I have a filter uh, inside the house for any water coming in the house, but the the other lines there, they're just, pumping right out of the well. And I'm probably because I get sand in that filter. Yeah. I'm probably just sending that sand into my sprinkler heads. And that's why I'm killing off sprinkler heads.
2: Yeah, that's probably true. And, and sometimes you can't even see it, right? You might put yeah. it in a glass. You can't see it, but it's, but to your eyes, you can't see it. But when it gets into that filter, it slowly builds up and it can cause restrictions for sure.
1: So as a plumber, does it help you out? If we try to isolate something, if we say, you know, the entire house has a drop in water pressure. Or if you say it's just this bathroom or it's just this fixture, that tells you a lot, doesn't it?
2: Yes, uh, all, the more information you give us, the better. Any good plumber is gonna ask you a lot of questions, so be patient with them, especially if it's something that we can't see or, or pinpoint right away or, right. Or, or if it's hard to replicate. Um, we're gonna be asking a lot of different questions, like when does it happen? Can you, can you replicate it? Um, XYZ questions based on the situation, right?
1: so i i understand you know how to take an aerator off of a sink and sometimes you got to get some pliers on there or whatever i noticed that a lot of today's newer more stylistic type faucets they don't have the traditional aerator on there yeah. and you have to have that, that
2: special little tool with that plastic yeah, yeah. Or,
1: or eight little prongs or whatever the manufacturers decided you have to put that in there and break it. this thing loose. And if you haven't done that for several years, you know, sometimes good luck with that. You may need to, uh, vinegar, soak that with a Ziploc bag or something to try to get it to break loose. But, um, they can all be cleaned that way. Uh, because there, there are usually some filter screens or restrictors yep. in there, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. We call those aerator screens. Right. And they just, that just makes the flow look pretty when it comes out of your faucet. Right. Um, but sometimes it adds air to it. It, it bubbles it. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes the, the, the debris gets stuck inside the faucet because there's small waterways inside the faucet, right? I mean, you usually have like a 3-8 supply going to a faucet, but when it gets inside your faucet, it usually goes down to a quarter inch or even smaller. Right, right. To right. together in there, right? So um, sometimes a backflush can be done really simply and easily, you know, flip the, flip the hoses around and yeah. push water backwards through it. And- Artara
1: here is a plumbing expert now. Nice. You you fixed your kitchen faucet all by yourself. We're so proud of you.
5: I am still working on it. I thought I had it fixed. Oh, I replaced no. I replaced the the cartridge in the hot side and for like a week nothing happened and now the cold seems to be leaking.
1: Okay, well, so, now you know how to do it. Now I
5: have to replace the cold.
1: Right. Yeah, but you know how to do it
2: now, don't you?
5: And in fact, I turned the cold water off this morning because it was dripping <laughs> way too fast. So that's my tomorrow project.
2: All right. Well, good for you. But that's a good, good uh, point to bring out to all your listeners, right? I mean, your faucet is the same age, hot and cold. So if you do the hot, you might as well do the cold. And it
1: usually is the hot side that fails first for some reason. but The extra like,
2: wear and tear of the expansion and contraction like, of the hot and cold, right? Like that's Tara found,
1: happened. you know, the other one's probably not far behind it or just the disturbance of banging around on the faucet may have may have done something there all right uh, we're going to take our final break for our program for this morning your last chance to get phone calls in 208-336-3700 scott's here from master plumbing if you have a plumbing question for him if not i can take a call on anything that may be on your mind this morning 208 208- 336 3700 I'm Joe Prin. This is Home Fix on News Talk KBOI 93.1 FM 670 a.m.
3: The Home Fix show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Make sure that your home's heating and cooling system is in shape for whatever the season will bring with the expert and community-trusted service you can only rely on from Heating Equipment Company. Heating Equipment Company will top it off. They use reliable and award-winning Lennox equipment, so your air is guaranteed to be perfect season after season. For a limited time, you can get up to $1,200 in rebates and monthly payments as low as $132 on a brand new Lennox system, quoted during this rebate period. These unmatched savings make it easier than ever to guarantee your system is ready for whatever the season's weather brings. Award-winning Lennox products and the community-trusted service you expect, it doesn't get much better than that. Call Heating Equipment Company at 208-459-2212 today, or visit them online at HeatingEquipmentCompany.com to learn more or schedule that appointment today. Conditions apply, see dealer for details. Heating Equipment Company, 208-459-2212.
1: As prices continue to rise on everything from grocery to gas and yes, even home appliances, Jackie at Nampa Appliance TV and Mattress wanted me to let you know that Nampa Appliance TV and Mattress has been receiving truckloads of new appliances ordered before these new price increases took effect. The most popular brands are in stock now at Nampa Appliance TV and Mattress. Listen to these Whirlpool, LG, Maytag, Bosch, KitchenAid, Frigidaire, Thermador, GE, and of course Speed Queen washers and dryers. These truckload prices will last until the last piece is sold. So take advantage of these savings while they last. Nampa Appliance TV and Mattresses has what you are looking for at the best prices in the valley. Stop in and check out the great deals. Nampa Appliance TV and Mattress is located at 278 Caldwell Boulevard in Nampa. And remember, when you stop by the store, tell them that you heard about it on HomeFix. Also, shop online at NampaBrandSource.com for selected specials and package deals.
5: Making the decision to sell your home or buy a new one is very big and when you choose your realtor You want to know you're with a team that will be committed and with you for the complete process Matt Boucher has been voted the number one real estate agent in the Boise area and is the founding partner at Amherst Madison For you that means an incredible team of professionals that will help you reach your goal respect your time your family and your desires Look at current listings or read what Matt's clients have to say at boucherrealestate.com. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Boucher provides equal professional service without regard to race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, favorite basketball team, or sexual orientation of any prospective client, customer, or the residents of any community. Reach Matt at boucherrealestate.com.
0: Water damage can cost thousands of dollars to repair. One way to prevent this is rain gutters, the most overlooked and least expensive addition to your home. Rain gutter systems move water away from your home, reducing the risk of a flooded basement, crawl space, damaged siding, fascia, and soffits. Recently, a home without rain gutters had to have $35,000 in siding repairs before rain gutters could be installed. And leaky rain gutters on one side of a home that went undiscovered for a year cost a homeowner $8,000 in repairs. Hunter Rain Gutters are the only local company in Boise, who have crisscrossed Idaho, Washington, and Oregon, working on hundreds of jobs in the Pacific Northwest, dealing with huge amounts of moisture. This experience provided skills, knowledge, and expertise to undertake any job they could come across in the Treasure Valley. If your gutters are sagging, damaged, or leaking, it's time to take care of this. And if your gutters just need to be cleaned, call the setup service so you stay safe and off the ladder. Call 208 747 0641 or visit hunterrain gutters.com. And follow Hunter Rain Gutters on Facebook.
4: Email your question and Joe will get you an answer. Joe at JoePrin.com.
0: You're listening to the Home Fix
3: Show with Joe Prin on News Talk Ah, uh,
1: Yes, very true. If we were unable to uh, get to you or you're just joining us and not able to get a call in and you still do have questions, uh, you can always access me uh, via an email to Joe at JoePrin.com. That also works good if you're listening to this program at a time other than when it aired live. You're listening to our podcasts available at kboi.com. You can send a note on that at any time, any subject to me, joe at joeprin.com, and I will do my best to get back to you as soon as possible. Uh, Quick little reminder, and it showed up in a kind of a weird spot uh, in my life. I've got a, a, a CPAP machine at home with the little nose pillow thing, you know, that I Sleep with best thing ever. <laughs> Took care of all the snoring problem. Oh, that is the best little invention that's ever been made. I just love it. Anyway, uh, uh, my wife uh, changed the filter in hers and uh, just black, soot black. Nice. The little filter. It's this filter that's about, you know, half the size of a posted big postage stamp. Okay. And just black. And I posted on uh, the Home Fix Show Facebook page a picture of a furnace filter that looked very similar <laughs> And what it is, is it's all the wildfire smoke that's in the the air and has been over the past few weeks and all that. So if you haven't checked that particular filter in your life, you say, well, I only change it once every two months or whatever. Go check that one, but also check your your furnace filters. Um, The the soot especially can cause a uh, pretty good restriction, which creates a load on the system and uh, makes the furnace work harder uh, or the air conditioner or even just the fan that's in there if you're just using a circulating fan and we are switching from that that cooling season to the heating season there's gonna be some days you're probably gonna want them both still but um, filters get really dirty Um, no real supply issues that i know of for filters talking with the guys at the air filter superstore they they stock so 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 many anyway but uh you know, give them a call. They'll have them ready for you. Just walk in, pick them up, and take off, or they can deliver them for you. They can even install them if you're not able to uh, physically install your filters yourself or un- you just don't want to. They, they will uh, provide that service for you also at the Air Filter Superstore. Um, Scott Ferguson is here from Master Plumbing. Uh, you've got three divisions within your company, right? You've got Master
2: Environmental, and what do they do? So they, they dispose of stuff that you can't take to the dumps by yourself. Right, that they're licensed to transport all that kind of weird waste.
1: They're the ones that come pump out your septic tank and and other things, right?
2: No, our our actually our division does septic. Oh, you septic and grease. Okay, which is like standard stuff. But if you have something weird, like uh, a lot of commercial applications, right? Like uh, go go squeeze, we take some of their product that spills in their thing and get rid of that. Ah, right. You can't just take that to a uh, a dump site to where they take septic and grease.
1: Oh, gotcha. Okay. And uh, there's the plumbing division. Yep. And then there's... Our excavation. Excavation. And explain yep. that one. That's the ones that would dig what? Like a new main line to the house or that drain field or something?
2: Yeah. So anything where we have to dig a big line, they'll put a new sewer system in for you, new drain fields. They do big sewer repairs. Anything where you need some equipment to dig down would uh, shoring and all the specialty excavation stuff. So I think that's
1: that's a value that we don't always understand as a consumer because you're, you're that one-stop shop plumbing company that can do all of this where a lot of other ones they may have to subcontract that out to other individuals right. and with with your outfit there's there's none of that finger pointing everybody's accountable all through the process yep. they know each other and if the plumber gets there and he needs this a little deeper a little wider or something yeah. filled in they a quick chain of communication they can get that done and uh, makes makes the whole project go smoother plumbing's never cheap It's not, and it's never convenient, and it's never at the right time that that bad things happen. That's true.
2: That's why we have a twenty four hour you know emergency service line ready for anybody. Tell me
1: about uh, water heaters. On one thing, Um, I think uh, some people may be getting a little overzealous to try to save on some energy costs and offset. Their, their power bills or their gas expenses and that. And one of the ways that uh, we're encouraged to do this by other sources is to maybe turn down our water heater a little bit. You know, we don't need it maybe as hot as it should be. What should the temperature be and where and how is the best way to test it to see what our heater is actually producing?
2: So I think that a water heater should be set at a minimum of 120 degrees Fahrenheit. 120, yep. okay. Uh for two reasons. You know, one that's a great temperature to prevent scalding. If you have smaller children in the house, right, you can't get scalded at one twenty very easily. Okay. Um but it also is So hot if enough. they're in the shower or something and they throw in
1: the rubber ducky around and it hits the handle and it goes all the way to hot, they're they're not gonna burn themselves
2: in there. Right. I mean you'll feel the heat and you'll wanna turn it down, but you're not gonna like cause damage to the skin. Okay. Um but you also want to have it hot enough where it can kill any bacteria that might grow in your tank. Right. Right? And so you know, everybody knows you have to boil water <clears throat> if you don't have a filter and you go up to the lake, you boil the water to purify it. Same concept there, except the water comes in treated from you know, the city or if you're on well water, right? You need to make sure it stays hot enough because bacteria will grow in your tank. So if you turn it down too low.
1: Wait, so are you saying that people that have well water should run their tanks at a higher temperature than people on city water?
2: Possibly. Mm. Um, depends on how often you get your well tested, what you know you have in the well. I mean, I always recommend getting your well water tested periodically anyway, just to see what, what's in it. See, I haven't
1: done that because I'm not sure I want to know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because, you know, they have all kinds of water treatment systems, and we don't do water treatment systems. We have a great guy we work with that does, but um, they can treat basically anything, right? You might have high, um, high bacteria in the line, right? Or you might need to treat the well and get rid of the bacteria. Right. Or, um, you know, you can add chlorine to kill some of that and then take the chlorine out and –
1: so, so the, the mentality of I'm going to sacrifice a little bit of that nice hot shower. I'm just going to take it down to where I can tolerate it, which may save water because you're not going to stand around in there and just right. enjoy the hot water as much. But we could take that too far, right, if we're not heating it up enough. If, if we're just warming the water up, we're not heating it enough.
2: My personal opinion is if you want to save energy Save it somewhere else, right? Keep your thermostat a couple degrees cooler in the house, right? Yeah. Put a sweatshirt on, um, turn the lights off. You know, put in some auto sensors, that that kind of thing. Don't compromise on something that could cause a, a health issue, right? Right.
1: Yeah, and um, one of the options, and, you know, I've got to mention it is the uh, the solar thermal system. That's what I have, and I got—I mean, plenty of hot water, and yeah. the water heater is actually just working as a thermos bottle mainly, yeah, like a but, tank. It, but it's a backup in case you know I ever need it. it it's there, but. Um yeah, plenty, plenty of hot, hot water there too. Yeah, that's great. All right. Um anything anything going on in the in the world of plumbing now? Have there been any recent changes or code changes? Um we hear these rumblings in the city of Boise that there's going to be or and in, in Idaho, that there's going to be certain energy codes eliminated and taken off the books. What what chatter do you have running around your office on that?
2: So the big chatter, I guess, now is is how the state of Idaho is changing from um, the division of building safety to the division of Doppel. I think, I forget the acronym what it's called, but it's, it's all about licensing. Right, they want to remove some of the licensing for different people and different things, and and so we're that's kind of something that we're looking at and and staying in the loop on because so we want to make sure we stay licensed, right? Because we want right. to make sure we protect people and do it properly.
1: Plumbing is one of the trades that if you want to be a licensed plumber you have to do what?
2: So to be a licensed plumber, you have to go through a four-year apprenticeship program. Okay. Um, you have to work underneath a plumber who's already licensed as a contractor for four years, go through a, a, a certified school, which is usually, um, you know, from September to June, one night a week in class,
1: and then you have homework during the week. So there's demonstration of proficiency, knowledge, there's testing, Yep. And once Uh, you
2: complete the four years, then you have to take an exam. You know, it's it's monitored and administered by the state of Idaho. Pass that. Pass that. Right. And then you have to take a practical exam afterwards, too. Right. And so once you do that, then you get your...
1: And then you have to maintain that in in coming years, right? You have to stay current.
2: Yeah. They have continuing education programs that you need to participate in. Right. And uh, you stay current in that. And that renews, you know, every three years on your license on that.
1: So is, is the state talking about relaxing some of that?
2: They are. Yeah. Some of the big things. Why that, would it, you do that? It's administrative purely, I think so. Cause
1: I don't think it's a barrier to entry into the trade. No, because I, you can take somebody, you could take a kid that just graduated high school and says, I want to be a plumber and you would probably gladly hire them, have yep. them work beside you. They start earning a decent wage And then in a few years, they're a licensed plumber and can work for you or start their own company or whatever and no student debt. Right, that's what we like. (laughs) And you earn while you learn. Yep. Why would you ever want to interrupt the licensing program for plumbers, electricians, and HVAC professionals? It does not make sense, does it?
2: Nope, and that's why we're talking about it.
1: Thanks, Scott, for coming in. Absolutely, thanks for having me. The Home Fix Show will be back in its entirety next week here on News Talk KBOI. Stay tuned for Bronco football. Coming up, I'm Joe Prynne. This has been Home Fix.
0: Geez, I am really having trouble finding a general contractor that I can trust. It feels a bit like looking for the elusive Sasquatch. Hey, you just remodeled your kitchen, and it looks amazing. How did you find your contractor?
5: Oh, it was easy. You just call Sasquatch.
0: Wait, what? Sasquatch is real?
5: Oh, yeah. Sasquatch is real and great to work with. You just have to do the Sasquatch call.
0: Oh, Oh, I see. Like this?
5: Yeah, that was close. But you can also call him at 208-268-268. 8080.
0: Well, that seems way easier. Does Sasquatch do social? Oh, for
5: sure. Sasquatch is insta-famous. The Squatch also has a website. It's sasquatchcontracting.com.
0: So that's 208-268- 8080 and Sasquatchcontracting.com?
5: Yep, you got it.
0: Wow, it looks like Sasquatch Contracting does all sorts of renovations and additions.
5: Yep, Sasquatch Contracting can tackle any project you throw at them. Just give them a call or 208 268 8080.
3: Sasquatch Contracting, what you've been looking for but couldn't find until now.